Hello, my name is Amanda Patterson and I am from Empire Pro. I'm here today to chat a little bit about perfectly formed symmetrical fans or not. So, this is a discussion and difference of opinion, um, but something that I think is quite relevant now because I find now that the lash industry is becoming a little bit more variant and a little bit more acceptable to other styles. Whereas when I first started training, especially in Russian volume, it was a perfectly formed symmetrical fan and a perfect top line. And that is it. If that is what you strive for, that is what you want to achieve. And if you're not getting that, then balls to you basically. And this is the truth. However, lately, I find that the lash industry is evolving more and clients want a variation. Not many clients want to have that perfect top line. What they want is the, or what we tend to get is the choppy look or the Kim K or, you know, I don't want it to look so perfect. And if you're a lash artist, or a lash artist that is what I would class as, if you're a lash artist, if this makes sense, then you will know that that to a lash artist can be quite frightening. <laughs> so if I have a client come to me and say, I just want the choppy look, or I just don't want it looking so perfect, like the client might as well just be standing there and swearing at us pretty much because I've dedicated so much of my time and profession into trying to make this perfect fan and da 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 We know how we, we, I think if you're a lash artist, you will kind of sympathise and you will, you, I'm hoping that you will be on that page. So it is something that we really need to look at because that is kind of like our, our narrow mind um, or maybe our lack of being open to other um, possibilities within the lash industry um, however and I say this with um, a lot of passion I genuinely feel to be classed as an artist that you should get down your perfectly formed fan first then later on if you want to play around with that and make imperfections or different types of styles then cool because you understand why a perfectly formed fan is there in the first place by not by starting a lash career or starting the russian volume lash career not understanding the basics of your perfectly formed fan what different types of base are there's so many things obviously that we that we um, know and talk about when we're talking about this perfectly formed fan. If you don't know that and you just crack on and pop on just fans left, right and centre with no kind of thought process, then this is where I feel like it is. it can get a little bit controversial. So... I do feel like, you know, for example, um, one of the newer trends coming over is the wet look. Um, and basically the wet look is closed fans. And closed fans, a while ago, was classed as the worst type of fan you could ever have. 
and why would you obviously not have a closed fan or if for example if you know you've, you've made a perfectly lovely fan and everything's going great and you apply it and then it closes you're like oh god you haven't my whole set's ruined um because of this one closed fan and now closed fans have just became like the new like the the best thing since sliced bread so it is so it's crazy how how the industry evolves and how we have to be quite open to that but at the same time i respect lots of different types of lash artists and lots of different unique abilities as well and you know i still see lash artists now and i think how the hell did you do that that's pretty like you know that's amazing um and you know and i just think that is just huge respect to you know different lash artists out there like and I think that, you know, again, but then again, I will always come back to the basics, I'll always come back to the foundations, and I will always admire the lash artists who are just purely perfect. It is just perfectly formed fans, and they're consistent as well. It's not just that it's a perfectly formed, it's consistent with every lash, in every layer, and, and the um, knowledge that's gone into that set is pretty insane. So... It's, I think it is one of these um, controversial issues is do you like perfectly formed fans, do you, do you not? And I think for me personally, as a lash artist now, my I have become a lot more open-minded than what I used to be about different lash styles. And getting creative, it's really important to get creative. And what I always say to my students is if you know the basics and you know the foundations and you know what is right and wrong, then you can 100% get creative. If you don't know the basics, you don't know the foundations and you're not 100% confident with them, then keep practicing and try and get that down first because creativity comes from knowledge and being able to be creative is one of, especially in the lash industry, is one of the most beautiful things that you could you could ever ex experience. Like. And that might sound quite far-fetched to some, but to others you will be on the page and you'll know what I mean when you do a set and you've you've kind of you've thought about every single thing, you know, the you know the fan um width, the base shape, the base length, the layers, the curls, the um the transitioning of the layers transitioning of the curls the transitioning of um the lengths between the curls um and be between the layers it, it, you know there's just so much that can go into one set it is just unbelievable but then and that is that this is me just talking about a perfectly formed set but then to then be creative with that and to then be um stamping your own kind of signature I suppose on it then you then become like a lash artist in your own right um, and we have this um, moment in our courses that and we call it like are you the next lash Van Gogh because and it's just it's, it's just a play around really because what we're saying is are you going to be the next person to create something new that everybody wants to follow or everybody wants to trend because that's what happens somebody will create this amazing unique new thing out of their knowledge because they're so knowledgeable 
and then someone else will follow and then someone else will follow and then that trend is trending and then of course it just becomes a new thing um so yeah i would say the newer um style is probably the wet look um and that is you know it is closed fans um, not all closed fans but again it it leaves it quite open as to how many closed fans you want to work with or how many fan and um, your normal fan you would work with but what i would say is it, it also gives opportunity for people just to plop a few well close some fans on there so it gives opportunity for people who are not knowledgeable um it to be able just to pick up a boatload of boatload of lashes and stick them on and go out to close lashes it's a wet look because no this is not how it is because your base still has to be good your connection still has to be good your alignment your positioning um it all has to be good um so it, it even though it's a closed fan it still has to be worth something um so that's why i'm a massive believer in learn your foundations learn them properly and honestly i promise you later on you will be thankful for that um because you it, it becomes an endless really like the world's your oyster as to what you could create for each client like each client that comes to you you can 100% be unique to them which you a lot of people can it because they don't know so and if you don't know then you will do pretty much the same thing on everybody else you know every client that comes to you will look the same every full set will look the same everybody will have the same curl everybody will have pretty much the same length so this will take you from being just a lash I don't know what, like a lash technician or a lash person to a real lash artist. Um, so I think that the industry is moving fast and I think it's important that we move with it. Um, and it is scary, especially if, if you are that type of lash artist who likes the perfect look. It can, it can feel really uncomfortable. Like yeah like a little bit like really out really out of your comfort zone and i am really honest with my clients and i will say that i'm out my comfort zone yeah i'm really out my comfort zone um and there's nothing wrong with that because you will attract the clients that are for you you will attract the clients that are that like your work that's why your clients come to you so in this too what i would say is that this is not saying that you should be changing everything you're doing or if you like that perfect look or you like a kim k or you that you should be doing everything else because if your clients come to you because they like what you do then you need to continue doing that because that's what you're good at and that's what you know that you know this is what you this is your unique style and that's why lash artistry is so amazing because every single person is so unique every lash every fan created is unique to you nobody can ever create a fan like you can because they don't have your hands they're not they just don't have your um your hand structure they don't have they haven't built your tweezers like you have um so that that everything is so unique to you and i think this is sometimes it, i feel like this is really missed out and it's really um forgotten about because when you know especially when you're working in a salon environment you're just too busy lashing you're too busy getting those clients and you're too busy trying to make a living 
instead of um, trying to also become a better version of you, which is very important. Um, and in turn, we'll bring you more clients and in turn, we'll, you know, be, show the possibilities that are available as a lash artist. So um, this is just another little episode. Um, the episodes that we do will normally be quite quick because like I said in the first episode is we want it to be quick and we want it to be short because life is busy, man. You don't want to be, you know, listening to a podcast for 45 minutes and we still don't know the point. So I think one that's one of the things that happens to me when I listen to a podcast, I get a little bit irritated because I just want to know the point um, and most of the time a point is selling us something at the end. So I thought it would be nice just to do a quick podcast, something that you can listen to on the way from work or on the way back or on a quick run or in the gym, something that's not going to, you know, bend your ear or be too painful. Um, and I really hope that this is not bending your ear and isn't too painful. So thank you again for listening and of course if you've got any questions then please um email me info at empirepro.co.uk um, and my instagram is amanda underscore empirepro and i hope that you have a lovely evening thank you very much see you soon bye Hello, this is Amanda from Empire Professional. Um, today we're going to talk about PPE. Um, so of course we're all now wearing um, like an armour of PPE. And my God, is it hot in there? It is so warm. We, even with the mask on and the visor, it is so, so hot. And it doesn't matter what the temperature is outside. I don't know about you, but it is definitely, definitely still hot in that in inside that PPE. So one of these um one of these podcasts I just wanted to kind of dedicate to PPE just to talk a little bit about what we're finding and what we're experiencing as lash artists and in the hope that others are experiencing the same too. Um and hopefully to give a little tip um about what else we're experiencing. So first of all we've got our PPE on and we are extra extra hot. Then our client comes in, usually stressed, they're usually rushing in because they've, you know, they've just dropped the kids off or they need to, you know, they've just been shopping or they've just, they're coming in from work on the lunch hour, so they're hot. It's also um, still quite hot in, outside. Um, so overall, we've got a boatload of heat just hanging around, you know, casually as it does. Um, and when the client lies down, the first thing, obviously, we've got our, a mask on our client. But unfortunately, when they breathe out, what are they breathing? They're breathing very warm, moist air. And that is coming out of their mask, but also coming up towards the eyes because of the space that comes. Even if you, um, if you, you know how the, the mask has like a, um, a section of the nose that you can kind of butt in, um, it's still, it still comes up. Um, so yes, maybe we could tape the pad down, maybe, but it's still not going to cause, um, it's still not going to help a whole lot. So we are going to be uh, working with a lot more um, hotter humidity around the adhesive than what we're used to. So if you understand your adhesive, then actually you're going to find that it is setting a lot quicker than usual. So you might have gone back lashing and you're like, 
hang on a minute, my retention's not as good as what it used to be, or my glue seems to be setting faster. Is the glue changed? But actually it hasn't. It's just that our environment has changed, our client's environment has changed, the environment around the eyes has completely changed, and which means that we are going to have to now adapt ourselves. So we really need to communicate with our adhesive the best way we can. Allow the adhesive to talk to you because it doesn't matter what the humidity is in the room or what the temperature is in the room, it doesn't matter because it's going to be completely different way around the adhesive zone, around the zone of the eyes where you're going to be using your adhesive. So one of the things that I would say is to really concentrate or really focus on communicating with the adhesive. If that adhesive is setting too fast, it is telling you something. It's telling you, help is, I'm setting too fast. Change it, sort it out. If it's setting too slow, which you probably won't be doing at the minute, and if it is, you're probably just on the wrong set time adhesive, especially with the being, it's being so warm, then, then obviously do something about it. Um, if the adhesive is drying or, or curing, I should say, um, a lot, more brittle then again it is it's it's communicating with you it's telling you there's something wrong um so react to it and adapt try not to get frustrated because it's really easy to get frustrated especially if you've done an amazing full set when i first come back i was do first of all you've got the fact that we haven't lashed for about five months then you've got a full load of pp on and then one of the things i found was lashes were pinging off left right and center and you know it can cause quite a stress especially when you're still working on a time frame so one thing i, I would just my biggest recommendation of all is to listen to that adhesive when it's telling you there's something wrong and adapt yourself um accordingly um as much as you possibly can to allow that adhesive to give it a chance to cure down the best of this best of its ability under the circumstances that it's in um so it was just a quick one this is a really really quick one about ppe um so if you do listen to this and you do um you do find it useful then it would be really nice to give it a share because i think lash artists around you know around the world i suppose are all all facing the same problems um and it is a really nice idea to try and help each other um, and if you've definitely found this, that would be, you know, let me know, you know, communicate back. That would be fab. Um, we also do, obviously we do training. Um, so if anybody wants any training, you could um, message me at info at empirepro.co.uk. And just, I hope that everybody is um, managing with PPE. I hope everybody is doing really well with it and you know I think you, t- you tend to just get used to it after a while and it becomes the new norm and really you know I, I do like it the one thing I would say about um the, the visors is you really need to test those visors out because most of them are not good enough for us to be lashing under you eyes are going to take a battering with these with if you're using the wrong visor so you need to find the right visor if we um actually have found some advisors that are like looking through glass um still i'd rather be not do not looking through the visor but you know we haven't got a a choice at the moment so this is what i would probably recommend so if you do want to know what visors we use let me know because i can actually hook you up to them 
Um, so choosing the correct visor is just absolutely so important because if not, you're going to get eye strain um, and give yourself a break. So obviously we have a lot, lot longer breaks now in between clients. You need that break. Your eyes need that break. Um, so if you found it useful, then give it a share. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and I hope everybody's having a lovely day. And keep lashing, ladies. Let's keep going. See you soon.